You are listening to the Good Day Wellness Podcast, a podcast dedicated to boosting your mood. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I'm here to support you on the way to calming your mind and nourishing all aspects of your life. Together, we can bridge the connection between body and mind and make every day a good day. Hello, everyone. Today, I am treating you all to a bonus episode because I have noticed that I talk a lot about neurotransmitters. And because this is a mood boosting podcast, I'm probably going to bring them up every single episode. So I think it's important that we're all on the same page with what they are, how they work, and how they contribute to boosting your mood. So basically, Today is a crash course in neurotransmitters, so get out your pens and paper because we are getting stuck into it. Now, of course, I'm going to start with the big question, what are neurotransmitters? Now, neurotransmitters are chemical messengers that transmit signals across the synapses in the brain. So these are the tiny gaps between nerve cells or neurons that communicate with each other in the brain. So they play a fundamental role in communication within your nervous system, allowing different parts of the brain to talk to each other and control various bodily functions. So I'm going to break that down even further. A bit more of an imaginative um, explanation, I guess. So I like to picture neurotransmitters as minions. You know, those cute little yellow helpers that assist Gru and they wear the blue overalls in the movies? Basically, they do the work by transporting important messages, information, and communications around the body from the brain to various other parts of your body. So basically, they take a message from Gru, which in this case is your nervous system or your brain, and they carry it around the body, transporting it to wherever it needs to go. So they work fast and they're on the ball to get the job done. So they've got important messages that they need to transfer around the body. I hope that breaks it down very easily to understand. Okay. There are actually over 100 known neurotransmitters, but some of the most well-known include dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine, which we're going to talk about a lot. So each one of these has a specific function and can have a profound impact on our mood, our cognition, and our behavior. Okay, so now I'm going to break down a few of the most well-known feel-good neurotransmitters that I'm going to be discussing a lot on this podcast, and they're probably neurotransmitters that you have heard of a lot in the past. So first up on our list is serotonin, often referred to as our feel-good neurotransmitter. Serotonin is primarily associated with feelings of well-being, contentment, and happiness. So it helps to stabilize and elevate your mood, contributing to a sense of um, emotional balance. So beyond its influence on mood, serotonin also impacts other various body processes, including 
including your sleep, big play on your sleep, your appetite and your digestive, your digestion, so your gut health as well. So imbalances in serotonin levels have been linked back to mood disorders like depression and anxiety. So a lot of people like to call depression a serotonin deficiency. So, you know, if you don't have enough of those happiness hormones, those feel-good neurotransmitters, you're more likely to experience things like depression, low moods, and anxiety. So serotonin serves as a key player in cognitive functions, so memory and your learning processes. So as you can see, it plays a really big role in, you know, your overall mental and emotional well-being and your emotional experiences. So I like to call this the happiness hormone. So at the end of each of my descriptions of the neurotransmitters I'm going to discuss today, I'm going to give you basically a little sentence on what I call them. So that way, when we go through the podcast, we can refer back to that and you'll know which one I'm talking about. So serotonin equals happiness hormone. Now, the next one on my list is dopamine. Now, dopamine is best known as the reward chemical due to its involvement in feelings of pleasure and reinforcement. So dopamine is released in response to rewarding stimuli such as achieving a goal, receiving praise, or experiencing something enjoyable. And if you're looking at it from our generation, you will experience a spike in your dopamine when things like, you know, your video goes viral or you get a like on Instagram, that is that um, reward feeling, that feeling of pleasure, pleasure and reinforcement. So beyond its role in pleasure, dopamine is also integral to various other functions, including your motor controls, your motivation levels, that is a huge one with dopamine, and your regulation of mood, of course. So it helps coordinate smooth muscle movements and it is essential for all your basic body functions. So I like to call dopamine the motivation hormone. So dopamine equals motivation. Next up on the list is non-epinephrine. So non-epinephrine is often referred to as a stress hormone or neurotransmitter, and it is a crucial chemical messenger in the sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for the body's fight or flight response. So it plays a pivotal role in preparing the body to respond to stress or danger. So when you're faced with a really threatening situation, the release of non-epinephrine triggers a series of physiological responses such as an increased heart rate, elevated blood pressure, and that real heightened alertness. So beyond its role in the stress response, non-epinephrine also influences your mood, your attention, and your arousal levels. So it acts as a modulator for the neurotransmitters and is involved in processes like learning and memory. So imbalances in non-epinephrine levels have been shown in conditions like anxiety disorders and certain other mood disorders. So I like to call non-epinephrine the rescue me hormone because essentially if you need rescuing, this is the hormone that's going to kick in and it's going to, you know, figure out what needs to be done, whether that's a runaway or whatever. Okay, so that's non-epinephrine. Now, the next one on our list is GABA. Now, this one is short for gamma aminobutyric acid. So it's quite a mouthful. 
commonly known as GABA because it's such a complex and confusing name. (laughs) So it is a crucial inhibitory neurotransmitter in the central nervous system. So unlike excitatory neurotransmitters that stimulate nerve cells to fire, GABA has the opposite effect. So it has the opposite effect to the others, acting as a natural tranquilizer for the brain. It works by blocking certain brain signals, effectively calming your neural activity, so calming your mood. So this inhibitory function is essential for maintaining a balanced and stable mental state. So GABA plays a pivotal role in regulating mood, reducing anxiety, and promoting relaxation. So it's also involved in controlling your muscle tone, and it is crucial for preventing overstimulation in your brain, which can lead to conditions like, you know, extreme spectrum seizures and also anxiety disorders. I like to call GABA the chill hormone. Okay, now next up on our list is cortisol. Cortisol is a steroid hormone produced by the adrenal glands, which are located on top of the kidneys. Often referred to as the body's primary stress hormone, cortisol plays a crucial role in the body's response to stress, both physically and physiologically. It is released in higher quantities in response to stresses, such as a perceived threat or a demanding situation or any kind of stressful situation. So cortisol helps mobilize your energy stores. It increases your heart rate. It can sharpen your focus and basically prepare the body for a fight or flight response. So while that is crucial, you know, when it's required, so, you know, a survival situation, that is when it's necessary, chronically elevated levels of cortisol can have negative effects on the body. So that prolonged stress can lead to health issues such as high blood pressure, impaired immune function, and disruptions in your sleep patterns. So additionally, cortisol plays a role in regulating metabolism immune response, and also your blood sugar levels as well. So really, really important when it comes to mood. So balancing your cortisol levels is essential for maintaining overall health and well-being. So I like to call this one the stress hormone. So cortisol equals stress. And I'm just going to touch on endorphins because we all know and love our endorphins. While it's not technically a neurotransmitter, endorphins are often mentioned when we discuss the brain's chemical messengers. So basically endorphins are the body's natural painkillers and they contribute to feelings of pleasure and well-being. So you'll often get a spike in endorphins after physical activity and during physical activity. They make you feel really good. They can kind of take you out of a bad mood and really boost your mood instantly. So we love endorphins. So that is my little breakdown of the neurotransmitters. So just to summarize, serotonin equals happiness hormone, dopamine equals motivation hormone, Nonepinephrine equals rescue me hormone, GABA equals your chill hormone, cortisol equals your stress hormone, and endorphins are natural painkillers and your pleasure hormones. So we love them. We love to talk about all of them. And I hope that this little crash course in neurotransmitters has been super helpful for you and will just help you to gain a little bit more of an insight 
into what they are, how they do and why we need them. And they're so important. So yeah, we're going to be talking about them a lot during this podcast. So I thought this was relevant. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this little crash course and this bonus episode for the week. And if you have any questions, then please let me know. Thank you all for listening. Love you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Bye.